the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, we have four open lines available. Mo has one. And so there are four available, 602-508-0960. I'm especially good at my husband says this and I disagree. Or my wife says this and I think otherwise. I'm especially good with that. I am the world's best marriage counselor. <laughs> My wife was, is flipping out right now. She just hates it when I say that. But I am pretty good at those kinds of conversations where there's two sides of an issue. And, and we'll discuss both sides, and then I'll give you my opinion. And And typically, there's some merit to both sides. It's really a matter of... What's the end result going to be? Do I change my oil every 3,000 miles, and will that make my engine last longer in spite of the fact that the owner's manual says change it at 10,000 miles? And the answer to that question is, is no, your engine doesn't have a heart, and it's not going to love you more and last forever if you change your oil every 3,000 miles as opposed to when they tell you every 10,000 miles. And when does Mark change his oil in his diesel truck? Every 10,000 miles, just like the manual says. And I use a full synthetic oil, 10,000 miles, just like the man- manufacturer says. So it's not the same brand as the manufacturer, but it's an oil that, that we sell to all of our customers. It's Chevron, as a matter of fact, but it could be Valvoline, it could be Philips, it could be Shell, it could be Mobil. All of those guys are big dogs with oil, and there's nothing wrong with all those oil. And if I were you, I'd shop price. Anyway, 602 uh, Blackwell Auto is at 40th Street and, and Greenway. Tom and I are cut from the same cloth. We both work on old cars. We both work on tractors. We both work on motorhomes. We both work on mom's and dad's cars, grandma and grandpa's cars. And Tom's a really good guy and been around a very long time. So if you live anywhere near 40th Street and Greenway, Tom's a good shop if you don't already have one. And you're welcome to say, I'm here because Mark Salem said you're a good guy. And uh, he'll laugh and he'll say, well, I can't say the same thing about him and then you'll know that we're really good friends. Mo, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Good morning, Mark. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you were talking about your wife. I've always had this fantasy that Miley Cyrus was my wife, so I could have all the kind of money I needed to restore my old <laughs> 2001 Dodge Ram. <laughs> okay, uh, it's her fault. The reason it's her fault. I'm so crazy. Okay, anyway, hey, you were talking about Tom's Auto Shop. I got a question. I got an old 01 Dodge Ram 4x4 extended cab, uh, 5.9. And um, I've got, I think what it is is a heater core, but I'm not sure. I got two issues. Um, The heater core, does that mean like if steam or whatever starts coming out of the top of your gas by your windshield, would that, you think that's what it would be? Well, yes, that's one of the symptoms. That's certainly one of the symptoms. It's on the outside of the windshield or on the inside of the windshield? 
Inside, I think. Okay, okay. Steam is is hot coolant, and so if you have a heater core and it's leaking, it, it also should leak into the vents, and it may come out by the floor, but it also may drain outside the vehicle, and it'll also cause the overflow jug to be consumed to the point where it's empty, and then you'll add more coolant, and the next time you check it, it'll be empty again. This is how we test it. We 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 put a pump, a handheld pump. We take the radiator cap off, and we put a handheld pump on on it, and we pump it up. And the radiator cap says 12 pound cap, and I'm going to take it to 14 pounds. Put it at 14. I'm walking away. I'll come back half an hour later, and I'll look inside the truck and outside the truck. And if it has a leak, I'll see it because I'll find coolant in the truck, or I'll find coolant outside the truck. And then I just follow the leak to where it's at, and then I bid the repair. This isn't rocket scientist. However, going into the dashboard and getting that heater core is not going to be on a 1 to 10 scale. It's going to be the pricing of a 6 or a 7. Now, they're going to ask what, you... What do you mean? Price of what? 6 or 700 bucks to do the no, job? No, no, no. On a, on a 1 to 10 <laughs> scale, it's going to be a 6 or a 7 as far as expense is concerned. It's not an easy job. We have to take the dashboard apart. There's a lot of work there. Right. So um, I hope you would say to him... Take the take the heater core and replace it. Replace both hoses because you got two two one end of each one of them loose already. So I want to replace both heater hoses and I want you to clean up that area real good for me. That's what I like to hear okay, people so, say. Okay, so so Mark, you think Tom's auto body shop would be good for that? Because I don't live too far from. There. Okay, he, he he doesn't do he doesn't do paint and body. He's strictly a mechanical shop. You're talking about Tom Blackwell at 40th Street and Greenway. Yeah, would he be okay. able to do that heater core if that's what the deal is? Oh, yeah. On, on a 1 to 10 scale with respect to us old guys, that heater core may be a 4 or a 5. It's not a 9 or a 10 in difficulty, but it's just going to take a lot of time. So it's, okay, it's not anything... Okay, the other anything... question is, Mark. Okay. Okay, the other question is, on that, you know those old Dodges, you know, the dashboards, the plastic, you know, they just rot out real quick. Um, would I be better off just ordering one of those replacements from um, Amazon or something and then ask Tom if he would put it on, or how would that work? Because mine is completely, I mean, it's gone. Well, he has to take the dash pad off anyway, so what difference does it make to him if he takes the old one off and puts a new one on? There shouldn't be any additional charges. And if it is, tell him that Mark will pay the first five bucks, you just cheap son of a gun. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> All right, but hey, next time you see Miley, you tell her to call me, okay? Who? Miley Cyrus, I want you. Oh, to, I know Miley you have connections. Yeah, okay. you never get a hold of me because then she can pay for the whole thing, right? Yes, she can. Yes, she can. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to stand in front of her and say she can pay the whole thing. But I'll tell her that Mo wants to know if you'll pay the whole thing. I'll just do it for yes. you. Okay, good okay, enough. Thank Mark, you. Have a great weekend. Thanks okay, for thank your you. You bet. All right, T O T Blackwell. I take notes on all of these things to, and, and so Mo with his 01 uh, Ram four by four five seven, which is the diesel motor heater core, TOT Blackwell Automotive, and so everybody knows what uh, Mark said and what Mark's did in the whole thing. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are open. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are open, right, Gil? Yeah, all five of them, so you have a one in five chance if you have a car question or a car problem. Maybe you got an estimate and you want to read me something that they wrote on the ticket. We don't want you to identify the shop. We don't want to turn into that kind of a radio show, but it's just a matter of what they say and what they do. 
there's a lot of shops in the valley that have been around a very, very long time. Another one, Blackwell's been around, but Kurt's Auto, he's up at I-17 in Bell Road. Kurt's been a friend of mine for 20 years. The very first time I sent a lady to Kurt's, she had been told that she needed a new engine and the bid was like 6000 bucks. Kurt called me later because I had said to her, would you have Kurt call me and tell me how he fixed your car? He called later and he said it was an $80 repair. And I said, the other shop had bid a motor. And he goes, yeah, I know, but it was an $80 repair. Well, what was it? The oil pressure switch was bad, which was turning on the oil pressure light. And the light is red. And I said, okay, I I got you. He said, it was just the oil pressure switch was bad. So we tested the oil pressure switch. It was bad. We put a new one in. I said, well, how much was the bill? And he says, it was, I don't know, 60, 80 bucks. Parts, labor, diagnosis. Okay, she's happy. Oh, well, happy doesn't even describe it. She went from needing an engine for four and $5,000 to have a $60, $80 bill, and the repair is fixed, and the motor's fine, and the light is off. And that's how we met. And from then, he's been my kind of go-to guy there up in that area. So I-17 in Bell, northeast corner, is uh, Kurtz Automotive. He's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. He knows right from wrong. And he's not going to take advantage of you and, t- and lie to you and tell you that uh, you need a, a complete new wiper blade motor when he knows the fuse is popped. And so, um, and, and to be honest with you, there's not too many of those shops left in the valley. There's still some. But I would say that they represent one out of 20 shops that are in business today. And and sometimes it's just a matter of ignorance. And a lot of times there, the technician tells them that this needs a transmission, but in reality, all it needs is a fuse. And that's an exaggeration because rarely do we fix a transmission problem by replacing the fuse. But I'm just giving you that as some kind of a visual on radio where you can't see me talking and waving my hands and everything. So the idea is, is that Sometimes we're victims of a poor diagnosis from an, uh, of a technician that works for us, and oftentimes they have um, indicated they're more qualified than they are, and so they come up with a, a diagnosis, this needs a new engine, when really it's a $60, $80 oil pressure switch. The oil pressure switch tells the, the dashboard that there is oil pressure. When the oil pressure switch goes bad, it tells the, the dashboard there's no oil pressure and it turns on the red light. Just because the red light's on, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have oil pressure. But it's red means stop. So as the driver, you have to stop what you're doing right there. You can't take the chance of driving another five miles home. Because if, in fact, you do have an oil pressure problem, the motor will not last the four or five miles home. So you have no choice but to pull off the road right away. So red means stop. Just remember that. So if you get a red light on an overheat, you get a red light on an oil pressure switch, you better stop because if that light's telling you the truth and there is a major malfunction in that system, um, that motor won't last very long. So I can tell you unequivocally an engine with no oil will last less than four or five miles. And how do I know that? Is because I've been working on cars since 1973 and my shop has bought two or three cars um, because our staff forgot to put oil in them after the oil change and every single one of them was towed back to our shop with a bad motor and none of them made it more than four or five miles with no oil in them so I'm gonna tell you it happens and it's happened to us and we've bought motors and um, and it's just one of the risks of being um, busy and um, and not paying attention to, to what you're doing. And, and obviously the technicians were still gainfully employed and they fin- financially participated with their labor of putting the motor in a vehicle that uh, 
that they inadvertently destroyed. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'll talk to you about another shop in town that I'm real proud of, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. Thompson's has been around since 1970 in that location, but Brian and his wife Thelma come from two families that have had gas stations since the 60s in Mesa. They had Union 76 stations and Shell stations. Those two young people, they're married, Brian and Thelma, they grew up where Daddy smelled like gas. <laughs> and when he came home to dinner, he always had to wash his hands before he sat down at the dinner table. Brian and Thelma, when you meet them in Mesa, you'll just love them like everybody else does. They're the salt of the earth, and they're really good at what they do. But both of them have a real good foundation on auto repair because they came from families, the Vivian family and the Thompson family, that uh, had gas stations forever. And when I was in high school, I knew their families. So it was no problem for me to tell you that Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road, that's the only shop in Mesa I can tell you to go to. It's the best shop in Mesa as far as I'm concerned. But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the one I refer Mesa people to, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. We'll be back right after this. Did I catch you? Okay. Uh, we're going to go to a break, and we'll be right back. Hugh Hewitt believes the Republicans will come together. It will be Kevin McCarthy. Listen, if it takes one ballot or 100 ballots, it doesn't matter. We're in it to win it. Kevin McCarthy will be the next Speaker of the House. You see, I love hearing that because that's what the, the rump Republicans have to do. It could take days. It could take weeks. And every day that is lost is a day that is subtracted from Republican momentum. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 4 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take The Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And on the Jenna Ellis podcast, she tackles the big cultural and legal issues facing America. Don't miss a single episode of the Jenna Ellis show. Follow today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. 
I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, This well, ain't good. Mark and Gil are in the doghouse because Mark and Gil are not on the same wavelength and Mark's on the phone during the breaks and Gil doesn't know. <laughs> and, and then Gil's on the phone at the end of the break and I'm trying to get a hold of him and he's not talking to me because he's talking to somebody on the other phone. So behind the scenes, we fell apart and it's okay because you probably didn't even know the difference. Anyway, the lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, then give us a call, and uh, we'll get right on it, and we'll do the best we can. If you'll tell us your make and model, and t- we're going to talk symptoms, we're going to talk pricing, we're going to talk... And the pricing, I can't possibly give you a, a specific number for a specific diagnosis and repair because you have diagnosis, then you have the parts and the labor to install it, then you got shop supplies, environmental charges, and sales tax. I can't do that. But I can hear a number and say, you know what, that's in the ballpark. And I can do that kind of stuff. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. At the beginning of the last hour, I talked to you that I have a trike. I have a Honda trike with a Roadsmith um, attached rear end. So it's a three-wheeled trike, and I've had it for eight years, and we've just enjoyed the heck out of it, but we are just going to get out of motorcycling. So if you know anybody that wants to buy a trike, this trike is going to be somewhere in the vicinity of $23,000, but it's a, it's a top-quality trike. It's a Roadsmith rear end, and if you look at Roadsmith, you'll find out that that's the Mercedes-Benz of of uh, of trikes. And I have all the maintenance records, and I have all the tire receipts, and I have all the maintenance stuff, and I have everything imaginable because I'm that kind of a crazy person that has a spreadsheet on every vehicle I own, including every time I sat on this seat, and I make fun of that because that's what my wife says, but in reality, I, I don't have that kind of stuff. 
I don't I don't put that kind of stuff in my log. But uh, all the oil changes and when I changed tires and what trips we took and all that kind of stuff, that's all available. And what bulbs it had in it and what number bulbs and work orders and part numbers and all that other kind of stuff. The only thing I give I take out of that is pricing because the pricing is is our cost on parts and stuff like that. And I don't want to confuse anybody, so I usually uh, black that out with pricing. And uh, and but I, the part number's there, so if you needed another headlight bulb, the part number's already on the receipt, and so you just look at that and Google that and buy it on Amazon or something like that. Gil, we have a caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Don. Don, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mike. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm calling about. Uh, I know you're the oil expert, so I'm calling about my wife's car. Uh, it's a 2010 Chevrolet Impala. She only drives it about 2,500 miles a year. How often should I change the oil? Once a year. Once a year. Yeah. Should I use a synthetic, 50% synthetic or 100% synthetic? No, I'd use it just a conventional oil. Okay. It's cheaper. And you're only going to go to, and let me tell you why I'm answering it the way I am. A conventional oil is good from three to 5,000 miles. Okay, that's right. the interval it's okay in. Then semi-synthetic is from five to 7,500. And then a synthetic is 7,500 to 15,000. We wouldn't use a synthetic oil on your car. I wouldn't try to sell you a synthetic oil on your car because in reality that would be seven years of oil. <laughs> you wouldn't change the oil. <laughs> and I think that's a bad idea to have not have. See, an oil change is more than drain the oil and change the filter. It's check the tires, check the brakes, check the hoses, check the fluids, check everything. Right. It's a visual check of everything. So, so if you're only going to do 2,500 miles, then... <laughs> Just put a conventional oil in it, and if I were you, I would change it at the beginning of the summer. So you go through summer with fresh oil, then you go through spring and fall and winter, and then you come back to the circle. So, no, I, I would just use, I would shop for a coupon oil special and, and make sure they check all the fluids, the belts, the hoses, and the tires, and be done with it. Okay, good. I'll do it. Okay, and if and if the motor okay. blows up, then you 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 tell them that the guy on the radio uh, was arrested and something like that. But no, and really, what can happen in in three thousand miles a year? What can happen? Nothing, nothing. I, I mean, know. the the oil. Uh, I'm sure you check it at least once during that three thousand miles, and 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 it's not even going to be at the ad mark in three thousand miles if unless the car's belch, belching blue smoke or leaking like a sieve. So it, this is a home run and I want you to change it just before the summer so that you can go through the summer with fresh oil. That's the only purpose of that. Good. Good. I'll okay. Do it. Okay, thank you. All right, you're welcome. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty if you have a car question or a car problem. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. We have five lines open and all five of them are wide open right now. So you have a one in five chance. It it when it comes down to to oil changes, I'll give you the example. We just talked to Don, and his wife drives 2,500 miles a year, so we're going to put a conventional oil in it, and we're going to change it once a year in the beginning of the summer. Well, I, I drive sometimes 30,000 miles a year, and, and, and I have a one-ton diesel truck, and the truck's going to be hauling horses. It's going to be hauling tractors. It's going to be loaded up most of the time. Well, I'm using a high, high-end synthetic oil, and I'm changing my oil every 10,000 miles. So in reality, I've got two oil changes a year somewhere around there. But I'm comfortable with that. And 10,000 miles is not an abnormal amount for a synthetic oil. And I do check my oil about every third time I fill it up with gas. It's not that hard to pull the dipstick on it and look. Because I don't want to get caught with my pants down and with the oil not on the stick. 
and neither do you. So those are the those are the issues. Uh, again, a conventional oil is good for 3,000 miles or so, and then a semi-synthetic is three to 5,000 miles, and then from there, conventional is up to three to five, and then semi-synthetic is five to seven, and then seven to 15, 12, 15,000 miles for synthetics. So it just depends on the quality of the oil and how long you can go in between oil changes. I would suggest that if you're going to use that mathematical formula that you can find on my website, MarkSalem.com, under oil changes on FAQs, I, it's just really a matter of what's your annual use of oil, and I'm going to change it in, uh, in May, in uh, April or May. I'm going to change the oil, go through the summer with fresh oil, and then I'll decide what I'm going to do after that. My wife's car, oftentimes, she doesn't do more than 5,000 miles a year, so I use a conventional oil, and we do hers at 5,000 miles a year. Now, she just bought something, and she's going to be traveling a little bit more, so I'm waiting to see what her what her oil change intervals look like, and then I'm going to adjust the oil. So I may go from a conventional oil to a semi-synthetic, and depending on her miles, she, I'll go from a semi-synthetic to a full synthetic. So those are the three options you have. And folks, Mobile, Shell, Phillips 66, and Chevron are the four companies that pull, pull oil out of the ground. Every can of oil is going to have oil in it that came from Mobile, Shell, Phillips 66, or Chevron. <laughs> so when you go into the auto parts store, just figure out which oil you want conventional oil, semi-synthetic, or full synthetic, and buy the cheapest brand you can. Now, for me, our tanks, with we have eight different kinds of oils. We have 300-gallon tanks, so and we pump a lot of oil, and we do lots of oil changes. So we just squirt it out of a, of a gun that hangs off the ceiling. So for us, we have lots of oil in inventory, and we buy lots of oil, but we don't have the cans and the lids and the cardboard boxes to deal with. So for us, it's really nice and easy because we can squirt five quarts of oil into a car in probably 20 seconds, and that's a savings of time, plus we don't have to throw away, like I said, the lids, the cans, and the cardboard boxes. So that's kind of how it works. And there's a lot of other shops out there that do what we do or we do what they do. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. And if you have a specific question about what you should do, then use the phone, 602-508-0960. I believe in leading from the front. I'm Mike Cordova, the founder of the Gold Financial Group. My guys and I share the same passion and dedication, which is to help you better understand investing in gold and silver. Please call us. There's no hard sell, no pressure, just good information so you can make an educated choice. We'd love to send you a free gold investor's guide. 800-214-9023. I love working with listeners. It is so rewarding building these relationships year after year helping you protect against inflation and watching you build real tangible wealth. We can show you ways to make that money work harder and safer. Be good stewards of your investments. The Gold Financial Group is a small boutique family business. I am even blessed to have my wife, Elisa, here with me every day. We want to help you. Call 800-214-9023. 800-214-9023. You'll be glad you did. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. 
I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We've got three callers, but we got two open lines, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If we don't do 10 callers in two hours, then Gil and I are going to get fired. So if you want to give us a call, <laughs> that would help us out immensely, 602-508-0960. Richard, you're up first. How can I help you? Yeah, hi, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. I have an old, I have an old truck that um, I purchased in 09. And, oh, by the way, I'm an old guy, too. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a question here about the oil pressure sensor. How okay. often do those go How often do those go out on a GMC Sierra that I have? Um, it, it was replaced back in 2019, and just all of a sudden, uh, last week, it um, started to give me... Um, problems and i had the display on the dashboard come on saying uh low oil pressure and um it advised me to shut the engine off and i haven't driven it since 
So my question is, how often do those go out? I mean, is it because it was defective or is it because of improper oil changes, intervals, or, or what? Okay, you can answer the question, but you got to do some work. So most of us are going to pull the old oil pressure switch out, and we're going to look at it. If it's been leaking, then it's bad because it's leaking. And that's nothing that you did. That's nothing that's abnormal. It's just the way of the, the way it is. That's all there is to it, just the way that it is. There's no pattern failure for GM oil pressure switches. So that idea that, you know, I got a bad oil switch because it was made in this year at this, you know, at this factory in Mexico, that none of that applies. Here's what happens. First thing we do is we go back and get the old one off and look at it. Is there anything wrong with it? Is it leaking externally? Then we plug in a manual gauge so we thread it into the hole now we have a gauge and we start it up and we want to know what the oil pressure really is so if it's normal it's going to be somewhere between 10 and 50 and so we rev the motor up it should get a little closer to 50 we let it idle it should be between 10 and 15 so we do that then maybe we hop in it and we go drive it for a five mile round trip down through freeway three miles and back up the freeway three miles park it everything's fine we just put another switch in it and we move on so it's it's you're asking me how often does a tire last and the answer is is well it depends on who's driving the car and it also depends on what the quality of the switch the oil pressure switch that was put in last time but in reality this is not a big deal this is just not a big deal this is not the beginning of the end this is just something that needs to be done and and you'll figure it out soon enough if we put a manual gauge on there and the thing's got five and eight pounds of pressure that doesn't mean that the motor's bad. That just means that there's something wrong with the oil pump, and it could be that the screen has collapsed or the screen is filled with mud. So we pull the oil pan, we look at the oil, we go, oh, wow, here it is. So we clean it all up, put a new oil pump screen in it or put a new oil pump and screen in it and a pickup assembly, put it back together, and now you're back on the road. So there's this process we have to take, but I can't tell you which one. what's, what's wrong with your car. Even though it lasted from less than 10 years, from 2009 to 2019? That's not a fair analysis. That's not, I mean, that's just, you, you, you I object to to thinking that, that it lasted 20 years and everything is okay, so why didn't it last another 20 years? That's just a huge waste of my brain power. I mean, I can oh, apply okay. that. I mean, think about this. We're processing 30, 40, 50 cars a day. If we if we if we took that focus, which would benefit us, ooh, it would it benefit us? It would okay. it would do nothing but cause chaos. So so I just disagree with the idea that you think something's wrong because this one didn't last as long as the other one. And I'm saying, I think what you should do is take my advice and just go get another one and a manual test and another one installed, and ask them to put a name brand in that you recognize, like AC Delco or GM or or whoever else that, that that's a name brand oil pressure switch guy and, and then that's what i would do anyway that's the best i got to offer you richard good luck to you one way or the other joe you're up next joe how can i help you good morning mark i really enjoy your show thank you uh, my first my first issue is a transfer of a title for a vehicle title uh, my brother passed away six months ago and uh the the vehicles will be are mine now, but I don't know how to transfer the title. I have the death certificates, uh, so that may, that's that's proof that what happened. Uh, do you know? Can you help me out with that? Well, you have to have something that uh, that some legal document that says that you're the executor of his estate, or he left you the truck in order to 
so you have the title, that's fine, but you still have to have permission or you have to have some document that says that you're allowed to sign on his behalf of the title. Arizona yeah. titles on the back have a place where where he can sign or he could have signed it before he died. Uh, maybe it's, I'm not too sure about that now, but yeah. um, it has to be notarized. Well, your uh, signature so. is notarized, but the notary's going to want some document that says that you, you, John, John Smith, can sign the dead, deceased Mark Salem's title. So uh, there's there's some legal. There's this is more of a legal question than anything else. L- did your brother leave? Who did he leave in charge of his estate? Uh, I think I think I'm it. Okay, well, he, I know, he didn't but, do it in writing. Okay, so you're you. Okay, so then what you would probably have to do is is get a court. Now, is there anybody else other than you and your brother? No. Okay, good, because I was in the middle of four girls, and there was no oh. mom didn't 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 tell anybody what to do, and 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 then it, all hell broke loose. Okay, in your particular case, uh, I think what you're going to do is hiring an attorney. And the attorney is going to file the necessary paperwork to have the court determine that you are the one that should handle the estate of your deceased brother. And, and that'll be it. And then at that point, you, with, that, with that document, then you can go to the title company and you can convert that title to your name or anybody else's name. You can sell it or keep it, whatever you want to do. Now, You ever heard of a surety bond? Yeah, you can Somebody also do it. Yeah, you can do that. Because what happens there is uh, the people, the person um, purchasing the bond is guaranteeing to the state that the vehicle wasn't obtained uh, illegally. Well, I understand that, but you're going to spend you're going to spend a whole bunch of time and a whole bunch of money on a surety bond when an attorney can get some court to just say. uh, Joe is the brother of this guy, and he died, and he didn't leave any distress. And there's no other family. There's no other sons and daughters. There's no other brothers and sisters. It's just Joe and Mark, and uh, and we're asking the court to assign uh, Mark the uh, administer of Joe's estate. That's what it's all about. You would love to get your hands on his 67 uh, uh, Mercury uh, uh, little sports car there. I can't think of the name of it right now. Yeah. But you would love to get your hands on that. Well, there's there's lots of cars that come through my shop that I'd love to get my hands on, but it's my wife has a, a hold of the checkbook and and um and I unfortunately I I don't get, I get to buy horses and cows, but I don't get to buy cars. Oh. But I got to run. But Joe, I got to go. Thank you very much, Bruce. You're up next. How can I help you? Should I take a break, or do you want me to do Bruce? Go to Ray. Okay, Ray. Good morning. You're up next, buddy. Hi. I thanks very much for taking my call. Um, I have a question for you. I've got okay. a 2021 Ford Explorer, and um, we had, I hear you're talking about the oil. We had our last oil change back in August. It was about 11,000 miles. We've got about 17 on it now. I called the dealership, and actually about 3,000 of those 6,000 miles were our four-day trip, uh, about uh, 600, 700 miles a day for four days driving out from Connecticut. In Connecticut, they put semi-synthetic oil in, and I think you said that was good for, is it 3,500? Five to seven. Five to 7,500. Oh, five to 7,500. Okay. So we're still within a good range, and I think I'll probably intend to get it um, changed before we go back to Connecticut in a couple months. Okay. Um, But question for you, um, 
I heard you talking about auto dynamics, and it was Chuck earlier in uh-huh. the, in the um, show. Yes, I'm thinking. Of, would that be uh, in lieu of going to a dealership because it's a newer Ford? Would you recommend that? Uh, yeah, it's good to get the oil changed there. Um, <laughs> that's such a huge question. Um, and 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 I um, the, let me explain. <laughs> The General Motors dealership, the Ford dealership, the Chrysler, the Honda, the Toyota, they work on Hondas and Toyotas. Yep. I work on Alfa Romeos, Buicks, Chevrolets, Ford, Dodge, Lamborghinis, motorhomes, tractors, Massey Ferguson's, lawnmowers, John Deere. I and my staff have far more experience with internal combustion motors and electrical systems and alternators and starters than the guy that works on Hondas his whole life. Okay. So I'm not mad at you in any way, shape, or form, but this comes up like like the dealer's the holy grail of everything Toyota, Honda, Chevy, Ford, Dodge. You know what? I don't have anybody in my stable of ASE Master Certified Technicians that came from a dealership. My guys ah. are as good, and so are a lot of other shops. We are as good as they can get. But I can tell you this much. There has been times in my years, and I started in the gas station business in 1968, and I owned my first shop in 1979. There's been guys that have applied both from chain stores and dealerships and independent shops, and it doesn't take Mark Salem long to figure out that he's not working in my stable. And there's an equal amount of people technicians that come from dealerships, independent shops, and chain stores, I'm, I'm just going to say each one of them has a third. So dealerships, um, you can do whatever you want, but I also want to tell you that you can go between conventional and semi-synthetic and synthetic anytime you want. Your engine doesn't have a computer that knows that you changed the oil on me. You went from Valvoline to Chevron. None of that's going to happen. So you can pick the oil for your car, and you can pick the interval as long as it's well within the parameters that I've described before. Anyway, Ray, got to run. I got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Mayor Jalvis returns to discuss the pressure placed on Israel to make concessions to its enemies. The topic will be the ill-fated peace process, a cure more deadly than the disease. Don't miss this important show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities, I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. 
I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. When it comes to picking a shop, um, I would hope that uh, before you patronize a shop with a giant bill that you look up their Google reviews and look at their Better Business Bureau record and look and see how long they've been in business and all that kind of stuff that really makes a difference. There's lots of shops that, um, there's shops in my geographical area that have had four or five owners over the last four or five years. And it's the one guy can't make it, and he sells it with bogus books to the next guy, and then he can't make it, and, and on and on and on. And so that happens a lot. The The only time that that uh, I think that you you should go to the dealer is this, is, this is a crazy example, but you'll understand what I'm trying to say. In the morning, on Thursday morning at 10 o'clock, you go to start your car, and when you turn the key on, you hear a quacking noise, and it quacks four times. And you don't know what it is, and you've never seen it before, and you Googled the heck out of it, and you can't find that my car is quacking. <laughs> and so you might call the dealer because he's the one that worked on your car, or, or you know, he knows he's supposed to know the most about you. And he could he could pull up stuff that I don't have access to, and they say, if a customer comes in with a VIN number such as this, and he complains that he's hearing a quacking noise, and it only lasts for seven or eight seconds first time on a cold startup, then, then I want you to look at this particular blend door activator and replace this with model number so-and-so, which is version two. That's when you're best served under those conditions. If it's a brand new car and got some kind of an idiosyncrasy, you're probably served better there because it's going to be a while, a year or so before that process moves down into the independent market and other places. But when it comes to oil changes and tires and maintenance, you are you are served um, best, in my opinion, by simply picking the very best. For instance, in tires, you should probably deal with discount tire. I'm going to tell you in advance, I work for Discount Tire as an expert. I know the people that run them, and I know I've seen them do some amazing things, and I've seen them do things that I, I, I as a business owner, probably wouldn't do for customers of theirs. Um, but they sell good tires, and their prices are unbelievably cheap, and they have free rotations, and they, they f- uh, do flat repairs and all kinds of stuff. So Discount is a great place. I'm not going to give you other tire stores because there's a lot of other tire stores that also do oil changes and they also do tune-ups and they also do this and also do that. That's cherry picking. So, yeah, we can all, if you know, if Mark wanted to make as much money, I would just be brakes. <laughs> I would do fluids. <laughs> I would do spark plugs. I'd do batteries and I'd do tires. And if I could do that, I could make a whole lot of money and I would never have to do any diagnostic work. I would just be what they call R&R, remove and replace. Take the part off, put a part on, boom, we're done. So it's the diagnostic process of finding out what happened and is the part bad and what caused the part to go bad. That's the process. And you have to have some kind of expertise, and you also have to send your technicians to school, and you also have to test them with respect to their skills. I'll give you an example. I'm an ASE Master Certified Technician. There's eight automotive tests. 
I ha- I have to pass all eight tests to call myself a master, and then I have to do that every five years. However, I'm of the age where I'm now emeritus, and I had to look that up. It means I'm retired, so I don't have to take the tests anymore. But for the last 40 years, I've taken tests, and I've passed them all. So I get to call myself an ASE master, even though I don't have to. So I'm kind of like ASE master emeritus, which is retired, but I still get to use that. And it's just ironic that I own my own shop. And it's this is not about you coming to my shop. This is not about me thumping my chest and telling you I'm the only shop in town. You've never heard that out of my mouth. I've been on the radio in Phoenix since 19, or since 2008, I think, 2008? No, 1988. 1988. I started at KTAR in 1988. I came to KKNT in 2011. I've been in this valley for a long time. And, and, and. The name of my shop's probably come out of my mouth 30 times in the last 30 years when someone nails me down and says, why is your shop? But it's not about the shop. It's about your car. And I think we have a caller. Who might that be? Say hello to Bob. Bob, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Good. And uh, discount tires, absolutely the best. I've been their customer ever since they were throwing tires through the front window, plate glass window of the store back in the 70s, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. I have a general question for you on Toyotas. Okay. My uh, daughter-in-law has a 2017 BMW 530 or something with twin turbos on it. Okay. And I'm kinda, it's got 80,000 miles on it. I've been kind of advising her to get rid of it before it starts having turbo problems, and I've been directing her towards Toyota cars. And in particular, she likes the Lexus RX350. Two questions for you. One. Do the RX, the Toyota V6s, Lexus V6s have timing cover leaks that are frequent, and the engine has to be removed to replace the timing cover gasket where it intersects with the head, the block, and the timing cover seal? Because it had grease on it from the factory or something like that, I read. Okay. Well, Question I, number this, one. Okay, okay, we're going to do one at a time. We're going to do one at a time. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I'm going to change your question. Uh, Mark, how often do you do timing cover uh, oil leaks? Um, well, that was that was going to be my second wait, question. Wait, let me What's finish. I'm going to ask your question. We can't compound this. We can't, we can't, this can't go on forever. Mark, how often do you deal with timing cover leaks? Whether you have to replace the timing cover, whether you have to take the, Mark, do you ever have to take the motor out? Yes. When? I just did on my excursion. You're kidding. No. No, my excursion, my 91 excursion with a 7.3 diesel, the timing cover's leaking. We have to pull the engine on this diesel V8 in order to replace the timing cover. we got to pull the engine. The engine's 31 hours. 31 hours. Mark, how often does that happen? Oh, about once every 10 years. <laughs> so you have to pull an engine to get an oil leak once every 10 years? About once every, maybe once every 8 years. So it's not real predominant? No, it isn't. But it is on Google. I know it is. There's a whole lot of people that are yakking on Google that wouldn't know which end of the car to put the tailpipe, as you know, the tailpipe sensor in. We have all this stuff on the internet. Let me answer your first question. The the BMW twin turbo. You're worried about the twin turbos failing. If she drives it like she stole it every once in a while, and if she changes her oil in, in any kind of respectable time frame, those twin turbos will be just fine. I have twin turbos on a Corvette. I have a turbo on my diesel excursion. I have a turbo on my diesel pickup truck. My wife has a turbo on her new diesel Jeep. All We all have turbos. We're not scared of turbos, but you can't baby the turbo. 
There is a time when you get on the freeway, you look around, there's nobody close, stuff the damn throttle to the floor and get going. Let's decarbonize that thing every once in a while. Don't baby your turbo diesel. So no on the oil plant, this this hypothetical oil leak on the front cover, no. And as far as the twin turbos is concerned, if you're saying get rid of it because it's got twin turbos, I disagree with you. I'm, I'm open to any other discussion. Okay, even though they they're $8,000 price from the dealer to replace them. You mean the turbo? Yes, two, two turbos, yeah. What did I just tell you? I don't even do a turbo a year. We're doing 30, 50 cars a day at my shop. And we do everything from Alfa Romeos to Mercury Zephyrs. The dealers have, what, two cars, and two, two brands in their shop? I'm just doing everything. I'm doing motorhomes, freight liners, forklifts, cars, trucks, twin turbos, supercharged, uh, direct injection, uh, eight-speed transmissions, six-speed transmissions, uh, you know, eight wheel t- I'm doing all of it and 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 so you're asking me and I'm giving you an answer but you you can't argue with me I, I have the experience necessary to tell you I I do not believe it's in your best interest or your daughter's to continue on this twin turbos gonna fail kind of idea unless she doesn't change your oil on a regular basis and as she and, and unless that she drives it like an old grandma she's going to carbon it up and if she doesn't change your oil that's going to wipe out the turbos but if she does she doesn't do those two then you should be fine 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 folks it you can tell that my panties get wadded up when we have to talk about what the internet says there's all kinds of people out there that pre- pretend to be experts and they talk about, I've seen this and I've seen that. And people bring that to us and, and I, I don't like that. I don't want you to walk into my shop and give me a piece of paper about some unknown person that's going to tell me what to do on your car. What's going to happen under those circumstances with many of us old gray-haired guys in the valley that just won't put up with that nonsense is we're just going to look at the list you give us and say, you know, I'm going to have to bid this at about $650 to start with. And you know what that's called? That's called a chase-away number. We just don't want your business. We don't want you directing the, the, the repair of the car. We don't want to work at and have you tell us what to do what to fix, what to do, where to go. No, we don't want to do that. So we're going to hit you in, the eye, in, in between the eyes with a huge number, and you're going to go away, and you're going to tell everybody that Mark Salem's really expensive. That's okay. You can say that. But the fact of the matter is, is Google doesn't fix cars. And, and when people call in and they talk about cars, I'm asking them lots of questions. Does it over, overheat? Where is the needle on the gauge? Have you ever seen the red light? Is there a leak from your oil pressure switch? All those questions. You don't see those with Mr. Google. They say, Mr. Google, I got a twin turbo on a BMW. How long do you think it'll last? Oh, 80,000 miles. You don't even know if the guy sold cigarettes or he's, he works at a bar or he, he's the, uh, the, the CEO of, uh, of a Toyota. You don't know. You don't know who that person is. So just be careful about telling your repair shop how to fix a car based on your Google uh, 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 searches. It's just not a good idea. And, and if you say to fix this and we do what you say and it doesn't work, then you're not going to be able to get tell us we need to give you your money back because we worked off your diagnosis. This is not a good idea. See you next Saturday here on KKNT. 
Flynn, three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.